0: This is Dr. Jonathan Hanson.
1: I'm the president of World Ministries International, as well as Eagles Saving Nations. Go to my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org, and you can see what they're both about. Join Eagles Saving Nations. We've got to have another great awakening if America is going to be saved. Dennis, you've been on this program, and if you don't know, this is Apostolic Leader Dennis Moore. And we're going to talk about a little bit, God is at war with Satan. I believe that we're in a spiritual battle, all of us. Now, some people don't know that, but we are. And God is at war with Satan. The angels are at war with demons. And we're at spiritual war with evil men that are led by evil spirits.
2: Dennis? Well, you know, Dr. Hansen, you're absolutely correct. And oftentimes we think that the battles that we're dealing with are natural. But uh, Paul talks about in Ephesians that our warfare is against principalities and power and rulers of darkness in high places. So we are really dealing uh, on a spiritual level more than we are on a physical level. And so we have to be wise in how to effectively uh, battle, how to effectively do warfare because the church is called to warfare. And where you know, if if we don't understand that, then we really need to, because it's critical for us to to work with God and to understand God's purposes in defeating wicked darkness in the earth today.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, and if you've just tuned in again, this is a warning program. Apostolic leader Dennis Moore. My name is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. And we are talking about the, the warfare that we're all involved with. Now, I actually did seven programs on demons. You can go to my website, worldministries.org, watch them on television, listen on radio. One was demons. The next is demons are organized. The third one, can Christians have demons? The fourth one is the etiology of demons in people. Five, mediums, charms, fortune-telling, etc. Six, Leviathan and Marine Spirits. Seven, Marine Spirits, the movie Avatar and Hinduism. Now, the book of Revelation 9, 1 through 12, we're not going to read the scriptures, but it talks about a plague of demons out of the abyss, bottomless pit, to torment men for five months. Revelation nine thirteen through 21, a plague of demons out of the abyss to slay a third of men on earth. You know, demonic activity, Dennis, is only increasing, and people don't recognize it, because we are submitting ourselves, I'm talking about society as a whole, we're rejecting God, and submitting ourselves to evil spirits, to immorality, to Lucifer's kingdom. Dennis?
2: You know, that's absolutely correct. Uh, My wife and I were watching the video the other day, on come out in the name of Jesus, and people are coming from all over the world to re- receive deliverance. Because so often we don't talk about deliverance. So often we, we we actually don't want to discuss it in many cases. And yet it's a critical a part of getting free. And if you want to be free, you have to know that you have the power to overcome darkness. But you have to overcome it by using the name of Jesus, by declaring the blood, by renouncing everything that you've ever been involved in, and by laying hold of the of the power and the grace of God, and allowing Jesus to come and deliver you. And so we're we're in a uh, a big mess because we haven't recognize the warfare that we're involved in and so we need we need to really lay hold and this this is a great topic and i'm glad you're discussing it
1: well in heaven the government of god rules and there is peace on earth satan rules through evil men and christians are at war and the church doesn't seem to realize it they're being beat up left right and center and they don't understand what they're fighting dennis
2: you know a lot of times people don't and We've done a lot of deliverance ministry at times, and, you know, I can literally see a person going from being under a cloud, being uh, confused, being oppressed, being pushed down. And when we get through doing deliverance on that person, we'll often tell them, you know, go look at yourself in the mirror because you're a new person. You are free now, and there's power to overcome. Some some believers spend their whole life trying to overcome, and they can't figure out, why can't I get overcome? Well, the problem is a lot of times is you've got it, spirits that have a legal stranglehold on your life and you don't understand what you're dealing with. And when you un- when you can't and you do come into a place where you seek deliverance, then that thing is broken, and that bondage that you've dealt with, that yoke that you've dealt with, is no longer there, and, and you're walking out your salvation. Now you're you're free. The Bible says, "Whom the son is set free is free indeed," and so you are now free to be the person that God called you to be. Beautiful,
1: you know Psalm 72:19 tells us that the purpose of God through his church is to reveal his glory over all the earth. Now, Genesis 1, 26 through 28, Matthew 28, 19 and 20, Luke 19, 13, as well as Matthew 5, 13, God tells Christians to take dominion, subdue, be salt, occupy, and make disciples of the inhabitants of the earth. Now, if America and the rest of the world is going to be filled with the glory of God, Christians must understand that we are at war with Satan. Dennis?
2: Absolutely. You know, the Bible clearly tells us that we're at war and we're dealing with strongholds. We're dealing, you know, there's there's so many things that used to appear to be in, in uh, Africa or used to appear to be in dark places, but we've opened up. We've opened up to so much of the darkness that was in other nations, and so We have as much need for deliverance today as any African that's been delivered or anyone uh, in South America or any other continent. And so today is a critical hour for us to be aware of these ancient strongholds that are working against us. And so the key thing is, is to ask the Lord, what am I dealing with? What is the nature of what I'm dealing with? And you can can even do self-deliverance. You don't have to have a deliverance ministry. You can can declare the word of God. You can declare that every yoke over your family, over your life is broken. All generational curses are broken. You can declare the blood. You can declare, there's hope for every single believer. And if you need,
1: you know, the Bible says some come out
2: by prayer and fasting.
1: And there's times that uh, if you need help, you can call a good deliverance minister. If you don't know one, call our office, 360-629-5248, and we'll line you up. Now, Matthew twenty eight eighteen through 20, Jesus said to them, All authority in heaven and in earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey all things that I commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. You know, that is our marching orders, Dennis.
2: Yes, amen, and we're, you know, Jesus, whenever he set someone free, he healed them, he delivered them, he said, go and sin no more. And so there's really a mandate on our life to press into God, to lay hold of his power, lay hold of his grace. Now, somebody might be saying, I've been trying for years to overcome. I still have this yoke. I still have this bondage. Well, I want to tell you, the Holy Spirit can lead you in the wisdom that you need. He can instruct you on how to overcome. And if you will press into God, if you'll give God your time, and you press into him, and you worship him, I can guarantee you that he'll show you the way. He'll help you, and he will bring you into deliverance.
1: You know, the Bible says to draw nigh unto me and I'll draw nigh unto you. So the key is always relationship. How much time do you spend, let's say, with your spouse? The more you spend with your spouse, the more you know your spouse. It's the same way with God. I want to know God. Well, you've got to spend time in the Word of God. And if you come to the Word of God, if you're born again, if you've accepted Christ as Lord and Savior, and you spend time with Him, you know, the Word of God is the Holy Spirit document in written form. The Holy Spirit Will again continue to make himself known to you. Just like you said, the Lord will make himself known to you, but you have got to take it seriously and seek him, covet him, draw nigh unto him, spend time with him daily. Dennis?
2: You know, that's the key because you can have a bondage or a yoke or a problem that you just can't seem to overcome. And that thing can hang on to you and you'll ask yourself, Why am I still dealing with this years and years later? And the key is getting into that secret place. It's getting into that place where you're in covenant with the, with the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. And you're allowing God to just saturate your spirit. You're allowing God to renew your mind. You're reading the Word. You're listening to, to really good, deep worship music. And you're in that environment where you have come into the throne room of God, where the Bible says come boldly into the throne room of God, that you might receive what help in the time of need. Our help comes in the throne room. And that's where the victory is. The victory is in the throne room.
1: Amen. If you've just tuned in, this is Dr. Hansen, uh, President of World Ministries International, Eagle Saving Nations, Apostolic Leader Dennis Moore is with me. And we're talking about spiritual warfare. Now Acts 1.8. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, all Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. You know, this is a key tool, if you want to say that word, uh, that we need. Jesus said, don't even try to represent me until you receive the baptism. He said, again, when he ascended into heaven, he said, go tarry for my power, and don't represent me until you do. And then... He said, "Continue what I do. Continue my miracles." Dennis, the church has to receive the baptism if we want to be effective today.
2: Oh, absolutely! You know, the baptism of the Holy Spirit is exactly that. It's an it's an empowerment. You know, I wouldn't know how to pray without the Holy Spirit. If I tried to pray uh, with my mind, I would be so limited. Yes, I, I would be so frustrated. Yes, and I need the whole. I need the Holy Spirit. I need the the power of the Holy Spirit. I need the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. The the Holy Spirit speaks and prays the mind of God. There's nothing more powerful than being able to pray the mind of God. And so I totally agree with you. We have got to be a people that are totally reliant on the Holy Spirit, totally reliant on what the Holy Spirit is praying through us. And then as we get an understanding of what the Holy Spirit is saying, Then we can begin to pray in agreement. I often say, you know, how can you understand the mind of God if you haven't spent time with God? How can can you pray the mind of God if you haven't spent time with God? And the Bible says, let thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So I've got got to be in, in, in the spirit. I've got to be in the heavenly realm so I can be empowered to know what is his will. So when I pray, I'm praying with power and I'm praying effectively.
1: Very good. You know, Acts 2, 1-4, through 4. when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. Suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues as of fire. It sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. You know, there's a lot of things we could look at, but one of the key things is they were in one accord. Whenever the church is in one accord, there's victory.
2: Oh, absolutely. You know, we love being in the environment of the Holy Spirit where you just feel a love for everybody in that room there is a unity that comes unity doesn't come through my agreeing with with you in 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 every opinion that doesn't create unity unity comes we're in the holy spirit and it's in that environment that we truly understand the love of the father we truly understand how much god loves His church i've been in meetings where the love of god was so thick you, you just had to hug everybody you could hug yes yeah and you just had you just had to rejoice in the in the extraordinary presence of God you know we're talking about spiritual warfare and to be effective in warfare is to know the love of God to be effective in warfare is to know that what we're doing and what we're um, battling with is so that the souls of men, can be saved this is all about uh, bringing people into the kingdom it's all about overcoming darkness and so we're talking today some critical stuff and we need to know okay there's real battles to fight and there's real strongholds and we got we got to find the power of the holy spirit to overcome those strongholds but it, it the victory begins when we minister first to him and then we minister to, to others
1: you know acts 2 17 through 18 in the last days God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days
2: and they will prophesy. Dennis? Amen. And we're in those days. Yes. And and this is a, a promise that God declared that in these days, uh, God will pour out His Spirit. We are praying for the fire of God. We are praying for the for the move of God. Uh, we're we're so hungry to see this great revival that's coming, and we're hungry to see men and women and children coming into the kingdom of God in great numbers. But I believe that we also are responsible to be those who are prepared to. Uh, receive the harvest disciple the harvest raise up the harvest and so I often say to pastors I said what are you doing right now in your ministry that's preparing for the harvest are you ready are you ready for the harvest if the harvest came into your church today and your church suddenly doubled or tripled in size are you prepared that's good
1: Acts 2 38 through 43 Peter replied repent and be baptized every one of you In the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you, your children, for all who are far off, and all whom the Lord our God will call. With many other words, he warned them and he pleaded with them save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Those who accept this message were baptized three thousand were added to the number that day the fellowship of the believers they devoted themselves to the Apostles teaching fellowship breaking of bread and prayer everyone was filled with awe as many signs and wonders were done by the apostles again the key repent and be baptized for the forgiveness of sins and and they were in one accord, Dennis.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a real key. You know, uh, unity again of the spirit, not of, of the mind. We're we're seeking for a unity that comes from opening up to the Holy Spirit, letting the Holy Spirit come and and feel our fellowship. Let Him come and feel our the environment. And it can be in your home. It can be in the church. It can be you know wherever you come together. Uh, Jesus, the Bible says, wherever you gather two or more. There I am in the midst of them, and then uh, you know we have this supernatural presence of God, and as we lift up Jesus, then we are magnifying uh, the Lord, and the Holy Spirit will reveal uh, the Father to us and reveal the Son to us.
1: First Corinthians thirteen four through seven: Love is patient, love is kind, does not envy, does not boast, is not proud does not dishonor others. It's not self-seeking, not easily angered, keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always preserves. Again, the key, the key to all of this is love. Love that makes us obey the Lord, go in one accord seek him till we're baptized, love that takes us to the nations, love that is willing to pour out your life to fulfill the great commission and make disciples. Dennis?
2: You know, it's so true. You know, because everything that God does is because he is love. Yes. The scripture says God is love. And so that's the extraordinary thing is that this infinite God, this all-powerful God, this all-knowing God, chooses to reveal love to us and mercy and kindness and goodness and all the all the good uh all the attributes of of the father and the son and the holy spirit and so we're we're in this incredible time and opportunity you know a lot of people seem to be depressed right now but i i keep telling believers this is the most exciting time and we need to press into God because we don't want to miss what God's doing. And it's not so much what, the, what men is doing, it's what God is doing. And, the, and if you turn on the news at night, they don't tell you what God's doing. But if you tune into heaven, you'll hear about what God's doing. And it's extremely exciting. And we're we're a, a key moment in history.
1: You know, if the church is going to win this spiritual war that we are all in, we must be filled with the power of God. We need more than just the Holy Spirit that regenerates our spirit as salvation, which is what the Feast of Passover is all about, but we need to operate in the power, authority, in gifts of the Holy Spirit that fulfills the Feast of Pentecost, Acts 2, 17 through 18. Dennis?
2: Yeah, that's a good, that's a good statement, you know, and... If we, if we are going to do the works of God, then the Bible says we are to believe on the, on the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and so there is a connection between belief, faith, and doing the works of God. And so I believe that as we understand the heart of God, we understand the passion of God, we understand his desire for souls to be one into the kingdom, that our time is short, we don't have a lot of time, we, and we need to press in. You know, this is a time to really wake up. You know, one, one of the words that uh, the Lord gave to me when I was preparing to come up to Northwest, I said, Lord, what do you want us to do? And he said, light the candles. You see, some of us have got candles that have been, been burned out. It's been burned out by uh, what we've gone through. Uh, a lot of people don't go to church anymore since covid and we need to relight our candles. We need to get back into that place where we're on fire for God. We need to get back to that place where we're not hearing what man is saying, but what we're hearing what the Father is saying.
1: Amen. Light the candles again. Very good. Very good. We need to walk in Pentecost. We need to walk in revival. You know, I, you know people all the time saying, I'm praying for revival. You should walk in revival. Everywhere I go is revival because revival is in me. I mean, I have the power of God, and I move daily with the Word of God, the Spirit of God. Mm -hmm. I'm not a swamp. I'm a rushing river that brings Mm -hmm. forth living life. And so uh, if your candle's gone out, man, get back in the stream. Get out of the swamp and fill yourself once again with the Holy Spirit, and then keep flowing, keep flowing, keep flowing, keep flowing, and let God use you. Dennis?
2: Oh, amen. You know, we're we're all we're passionate to see people come alive again. You know, the word that was given to us when we left was restoration fire. And I've spent a lot of time praying over that and thinking about it, and that means restoring that which has become coals, perhaps, but not the real fire of God, and releasing the fire back into the lives of people. And everywhere we go, people are getting excited about God. They're getting, they're getting, um, you know, excited about what the Holy Spirit's doing and what the Father's doing. I think the more you spend time with the Lord you get le- a lot less excited about the world and you get a whole lot more excited about the kingdom. And the Lord spoke to me before I left and he said, I want everything to be kingdom. Your thinking to be kingdom, your finances to be kingdom, your, your family to be kingdom, everything to be kingdom. And so uh, we just declare, I'm just gonna declare right now a kingdom blessing over everyone that's listening. And I just declare that, the, that, that by the power of the living God that you are, your heart is being moved. To move into the kingdom of God, more of the kingdom, and just say, "Father, I need more of the kingdom. I need more of the kingdom. Let my let the fire in me burn again. Let the candle be lit again. Let the passion be in me again. Let the let the goodness of God be manifested in my life, and let the and let me walk in the fullness of Your blessings."
1: Amen. Again, apostolic leader Dennis Moore. This is Doctor Hansen. World Ministries International, again, and Eagle Saving Nations. Go to my website, worldministries.org, join Eagle Saving Nations. We need another tremendous move of God. We need a revival, a national revival, a great awakening. May God richly bless you. Now here is my friend, Scott Farah, and he's going to help you with your business. Scott
3: Jesus teaches us that we should never do anything without making a plan first. Most small business owners fail to follow this biblical principle and do not have a written plan for where they want to be in one year, three years, five years, yet every large business has a written plan. Many who wish to start their own businesses do not develop a plan first. This is one of the major reasons that 80% of all small businesses fail within the first five years. God worked through me to develop a unique educational program for business people. Quite frankly, this program has changed people's lives. If you currently own a business or if you're thinking about going into business for yourself, you need the independence program. Visit our website, independenceprogram.training. And if you choose to purchase this unique educational program, make sure that you use promo code WMI. It will give you a 5% discount.
4: So if what you have just heard resonates with you, and if you care and you want to be an unsung hero, I implore you, please take a few seconds to call us today and leave a message with a short prayer for us, because we need to know that you are with us and care enough to be part of the spark with us so that together we can move God to send a great awakening that can reverse the inevitability of God's coming judgment, according to what God spoke in Jeremiah 18, 7, and 8. We believe that if you join hands with us, together we can save America from certain catastrophic judgment. So call now, okay? Dial 360-629-5248. And say a short prayer for us in your message. And leave your phone number too, okay? So one more time, 360-629-5248. Thank you and God bless.